Hello and welcome to the All Things Leeds podcast. It's episode 44. Uh, I'm Ed McIntyre and joining me in the studio is, as always, my co-host, Charles Foster. Hello. Hiya, mate. You all right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad, are you? Yeah, I'm good. Just uh, traffic was very bad today getting here, but other Yeah, than it's that, awful as well. And, and the weather's really crap. It's yeah. really cold. I mean, it was pitch black at about four o'clock this afternoon. It's getting darker and darker earlier and earlier now. So it's just depressing, really. It's just depressing. At least this is a lot of football on. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of football on, and, and a lot of football is is going to be on over the next few weeks as the international break is over, which which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I'm also a year older as well, 21 years old. You were, yeah. I turned on the Saturday. <laughs> I'm an old man now. I'm an old man. You are. You are. You, you denied that earlier, but you definitely are. <laughs> I'm an old man. I'm an old man. <laughs> uh, well, it's just uh, us two uh, this week uh, in the studio, but plenty to discuss in this episode. We'll uh, look back at the uh, Leeds United under 23s and their past couple of games we'll look at the women's team as well and we'll be joined by uh, Andrew Dalton also known as Stats to uh, talk about the uh, Leeds United women's team uh, we'll look back on the uh, international break as well and the Leeds players who were on international duty uh, there's also plenty of uh, other bits of news to discuss including Pablo Hernandez signing a new contract extension at Leeds United and we will of course look ahead to Leeds United's next couple of games first it's a trip to Luton Town on Saturday and then we're away at Reading on Tuesday night plenty coming up here on the All Things League podcast Now, uh, before we get into uh, anything, we do just want to uh, send our well wishes to uh, former Leeds United player, a legend, uh, Don Matteo, uh, who was rushed into hospital uh, last week to remove a brain tumour. Uh, Matteo, who is 45 years old, uh, has since come out of intensive care at Leeds uh, General Infirmary. And uh, his friend Simon Ross, uh, radio presenter and voice actor, voiceover artist uh, he did say on Twitter that he was uh, in, in incredible form chatting talking football joking and very positive and immensely grateful uh, to all the hospital staff at the LGI amazing recovery uh, after a, a call that they went on so uh, it sounds like Don Matteo is doing uh, really well or as good as he can be uh, at the moment uh, but we do just want to send uh, out our well wishes to uh, Don Matteo to uh, me and Charles and everyone all, uh, all things Lee's uh, yeah well wishes to uh, Don Matteo hopefully he makes a full and speedy recovery uh, well let's get into the Alicia United uh, Women's Den, I can uh, gladly say that we are now joined over the phone by uh, Andrew Dalton, also known as Stats. Hello. Good evening, boys. You well? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. First of all, just on Don Matteo, I spoke to uh, Don Bradley on, on Saturday uh, when I finished Saturday on Friday when the news broke. He's in good spirits. Uh, he's doing really well, actually, a hero with Leeds fans after his uh, performances in the Champions League and his club captaincy. So, uh, start with a bit of good news with Don Matteo and uh, obviously, hopefully, to see him uh, back up and, and running. Of course, he, he participated in my book as well. So, yeah, someone uh, I've grown to get quite close to. Yeah, and, and hopefully he, he's doing as, as as good as he can be right now. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, stats for last time we talked to you, uh, y- your book uh, had just launched. Uh, but how did the the entire launch go for you? How, how was all that? Unbelievable. It was very surreal uh, with it all. It were, I walked into the, uh, the centenary pavilion uh, on the night and saw the kit with my book uh, and then getting pictures of Dom- with uh, Liam Cooper with my book. Just utterly bonkers, utterly bonkers. <laughs> something I'm very, very proud of and very proud to see. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's something that I will uh, I will cherish. I think for the rest of my life. Yeah, I went into the uh, Leeds United shop uh, in White Rose the other week and saw that uh, book. It's a, it's a really big book, isn't it? Yes, it took me a while to do. It took me eighteen months to to get the the thing done from sort of having the first idea, the original ideas, uh, to have it finished. So yeah, something I'm uh, I'm extremely proud of. Uh, 
uh, and I just hope people like it. So you, you, you always get positive and negative feedback with things like that, but it, it seems like the feedback has been uh, mostly, mostly positive. Awesome. Uh, how does it feel to see your name on a book on, on a shelf in the Legion United Club show? Very surreal. Uh, I've had it a couple of times with previous books. I've, I've co-authored John Howard. Uh, an absolutely phenomenal job with uh, the top 100, and then I co-authored the second with, with Heidi Hay at Leeds United United Nations. But to have your, your own book is is something that I am uh, extremely proud of, and uh, something that I can I can look back on in years to come. Absolutely. Uh, how many have you signed so far? Uh, probably about a thousand. Even <laughs> more surreal because that, that's something you're not have to do uh, uh, every day. So yeah, but something I'm uh, extremely extremely proud of. Brilliant. Uh, well, of course, we, we have brought you on to, to talk about the uh, Leeds United uh, women's team uh, as well. Of course, yeah. uh, you work uh, for LUTV, you, uh, you, you cover all their games. Um, I'm fully yeah. enjoying uh, watching all the highlights and all of the post-match yeah. interviews on uh, YouTube and, and everything. It's really, really good that, that you're all doing that. Uh, but, of course, uh, Leeds United women's, they uh, beat uh, Durham 4-2 away last Sunday. Uh, that made okay. it three away wins uh, in the space of a week, uh, while also moving yeah. up to second uh, in the league table. Uh, they just keep on winning games, don't they? Yeah, they've had a really, really good start to the season. They're currently second in the league at the moment, Ed, and they're, they're, they're flying. They've had a brilliant week. Uh, started off uh, last Sunday, they went to Stockport County, found themselves 3-1 down, and one fantastic, brilliant comeback, 5-3. Millie Kenyon uh, proving a real instant hit since she signed on. Rebecca Hunt amongst the goals as well. Then they had a tricky game, a real range game at Bradford uh, on a mud bath of a pitch on uh, on, on Thursday night, which was never easy. The, the rain was coming down. It was a horrible, horrible condition. Great win, 3 0 uh, up down there at Bradford. And then they, they finished it off with uh, what can I miss? I think the punts of the season uh, against uh, Durham on uh, on Sunday, Durham Sestria. Again, really tricky game. You'd think that with the heavy conditions, the boggy pitch at Bradford might have made it quite difficult. But now they they kept the game and they were absolutely brilliant on Sunday. And that they, they're going to sort of got a little break now. Uh, before the play, I think it's uh, Nottingham Forest in the League Cup plate game in a couple of weeks' time. But they're going into that in, in good heart, and they're, they're currently second in the league, just behind Barnsley. Yeah, the three points uh, below uh, the league leaders, uh, Barnsley, That's of right, course, yeah. in the FA Women's National League uh, North. Um, I mean, surely promotion to the Championship is the aim for them this season. Yeah, it, it's it's difficult because only one team gets promoted, but that that is the aim. Uh, and obviously, it's going to be nip and tuck. I think between. Leeds, Barnsley and, and Brickhouse for, for the remainder of the campaign. But uh, as I said to the girls, that you can only sort of concentrate on your your own performances and, and everything else will take care of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who should me and Charles watch out for, for throughout uh, this oh, uh, season? The, we, obviously, we, Bridie Hannon, the captain yeah. at the back. Uh, he's a rock at the back with Jodie Hunter and Kath Hamill. Uh, Rebecca Hunt, Emily Cassidy, absolutely brilliant in midfield. And they've just signed a girl, Millie Kenyon, uh, who Dan O'Hearn had at Sheffield United. Wow, what a player! What a player! Just, I think she's got five goals in three games. Yeah, uh, she just takes goals for fun at the moment. So, yeah, there's a few, there's a few stars out there, and I'm very proud to be part of it. And. Uh, very proud to watch them on a weekly basis. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely brilliant that that the the women's team are getting a lot more media coverage from you know the main Leeds United accounts. You, you do a lot of post match interviews. That's getting yeah, loads no, of no, YouTube channels. It's great to watch. Football club and uh, that's great to LUTV as well because they they are uh, obviously doing every game. They're doing the highlights of every game as well. So it's, it's very enjoyable. And if somehow they can get promoted, this season has been absolutely fantastic team and they key on to that Premier League. Uh, next season, look, they've got a lot for a long way to. There's a lot of fun to be played, without sounding cliched, but uh, that's that's the top and bottom of it. 
but they're, they're in a very good position and uh, hopefully come the new year they'll uh, they'll get up to the top spot and hopefully stay there. Yeah, ho- hopefully to do. Uh, yeah, me and Charles will be will be keeping an eye on it throughout the entire season. Uh, we're really uh, lo- looking forward to see, you know how how they go on. Hopefully to keep on winning games and, ho- and hopefully to do get promoted. Uh, but yeah, uh, you you, uh, you enjoy watching them all, all, uh, all the time. I'll I'm, I'll be sure to come up to uh, one game in the future. Yeah. Uh, and they are a free entry up at Thor Park. Yeah. Uh, for the home games, anyone just want to come, come and watch them, and um, they won't be disappointed because the girls play some fantastic stuff. Yes, yeah, it's, it's absolutely fantastic uh, standard. Uh, even in yeah. the, the third division of the uh, women's They're football in the period. first division, so women get into the Premier Division. Uh, it's regionalised at the moment. I think they're a couple of years away from some Super League, uh, well, to being a, a Championship WSL tie. Right. But the way it's going, they've got every chance because, as I say, they are playing some lovely stuff at the moment. They're taking each game as it comes. And they've got every opportunity to go and win promotion. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, as I said, me and Charles will keep an eye on it. Hopefully, uh, they do work really well. Uh, but thank you very much for joining us, Stats. I uh, really do appreciate uh, no your, your insight on it all. And uh, yeah, uh, speak to you soon, mate. Always good to to hear uh, from stats, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice from yeah, and letting us know uh, all about the uh, Leeds United women. So it's a really, really good team, Charles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's um, impressive. I mean, especially uh, this season, they've been really impressive, um, which has kind of helped alleviate the pain of not having a great uh, under twenty three starts the season from the from the lads <laughs> in general, as we'll get onto in a, in a, in a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they've been, they've been really good. They've got some good players and there's some good signings in. Ort has been really good at signing players for the women's team and the youth teams. He's brought in some really, really good players. Yeah, and of course it's fantastic. You know, when Andrei Vazani came in, one of the first things he did was relaunch the women's team, which is just fantastic. And it's another team to 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 watch as Leeds United fans. Another team to keep an eye on in it. Was it, was it Chilino that got rid of the uh, women's team? Was it GFH? I think it might be GFH. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on that one, but uh, I I certainly know that that there weren't. That they weren't around when their driver Vazana came in, and then he brought them back, and it, it's fantastic. Uh, women's team doing really, really well this season. As, as I said, uh, um, a um, a four-two win uh, away at Durham uh, last Sunday, making it three away wins uh, in the space of a week, uh, moving to second in the league table, three points below uh, league leaders Barnsley. So, uh, yeah, hopefully to do really well, keep on winning games, and hopefully to do uh, win that promotion. Uh, now, uh, where we left you uh, last week, the uh, Leeds United Under-23s were uh, playing against Derby County Under-23s away at Loughborough University. Uh, that was uh, we recorded that uh, last Wednesday night, um, and uh, yeah, so Leeds United Under-23s were currently playing. Uh, Den and uh, at the time we left you, uh, they were three 0 down um, in the uh, Premier League Cup, and the girls kept on flying. In it finished seven one, a seven one loss in the end for the uh, Leeds United under twenty threes. Uh, Charles, this is not good. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I think the fact that we had a lot of youth players away on international duty yeah. and it was a bit of a, a mix and match team uh, didn't didn't help. But obviously, in general, you can't defend seven one loss. That's just a poor performance. There's, yeah. there's not really much you can say about that. Other than yeah, they had a. Did, did Darby have Mason Bennett in? Yeah, uh, Darby had Mason Bennett in. For some and... reason he's not in jail, so <laughs> he's he's playing the under twenty threes. Yeah, it kind of felt like I, I felt like how Watford probably felt like when they uh, came to Ellen Road the other month and uh, and uh, got battered six nil. 
because of course Luke Hailing played in there. They tweeted out that he's made well over 100 appearances for the first team. Eddie Ketia. So I, I kind of feel, I kind of if, know how they feel now. If you dish it out, you got to take it. And now and again, we are going to get battered. Yeah, and, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, but of course it has been the international break though. So there was no Alfred McCalmont, there was no Elon Meslier, there was no Jack Clark, there were no Matej Bogus who were all the way on international duty. So um, yeah, we're, we're, we're quite a thin squad uh, going uh, away to a uh, derby. Uh, who played their football at a Loughborough University Stadium? Didn't even know that Loughborough University had a stadium. I I almost went there. I almost went there. Uh, <laughs> just. A... I'm not sure you would have made much of a difference, Matt. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't have made much of a difference. But In fact, it... had you gone there, I never would have met you. <laughs> Yeah, that's very, very, that's very, very true. Um, but yeah, uh, a thin squad for the Legion at Antonio Freeze there, but you can't really defend a, a 7-1 loss, uh, not at all. At least we scored. <laughs> yep, at least we scored a goal. It came in like the third minute of any time. <laughs> and I loved how the goal scorer went and grabbed the ball from the back of the net. <laughs> like, like we were going to make some sort as, of goal As if back. you were on track to equalise. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just go off and have a celebrate, wouldn't you? you just, just go, go over to the fans. Yeah, go over to the fans and, and mock over Derby fans because they, they, really, they really enjoy themselves uh, too much I'd say the Derby County I fans. mean what, what are they 14, 15 yeah really exactly got, in the actual league they ain't going to wish to celebrate yeah they? they need something to cheer about don't they I guess is Koku still their manager um, Philip Koku is he still their manager I believe so yeah how, how can that be <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> how can it be <laughs> he's trying to get that team of terrible hoofball merchants to play Bielsa ball and they're, they're awful I have you, have you seen their attempts at passing out from the back? Yeah. Well, well, they don't have a place to they do can, it, do they, they? They can see goals all the time. Yeah, from well, doing d- well, they don't have the players to do it, do they? So. Anyway, we're getting wild off track. Yeah, here. we are. <laughs> <laughs> but Derby fans need something to celebrate about, yeah. so yeah, let them enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, a 7-1 loss in the uh, Premier League Cup. Uh, so I'm guessing we're out of the Cup. Or is it group stage? I think it's, I think I think it's, it's group stage. It's, like, it's it? like a World Cup group is the Cups that you yeah. travel. You're, 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 you're in like a four groups. So yeah. four, you're in a four-team uh, group. So I think we'll, we'll be bottom of the league. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we're, we're getting hammered that badly, but, you yeah. know, let's pull it back. And if and if it isn't like that, if it's like a knockout thing, then at least we've not lost that much in the league. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a learning curve, isn't it, for you in 23s, though, I guess? 7-1 loss. It's, it's a learning curve. Well, they, are, they are the reserves. I mean, obviously, the, in the, modern football has kind of combined reserve squads and under-23 squads, so they are they are the reserves. So, yeah, they can afford to have a, have a poor game. It was a poor game, but... As we'll get on to now, they did go on and make it right. Yeah, so so um, yeah, so they did win their last game, their next game after that. Uh, they played against uh, Barnsley and 23s, which included Clarkadore, uh, the, the man with myth legend that is Clarkadore. I, I love Clarkadore when he was at Leeds. I really wanted him to make the first team. He was a good player. I really did. Uh, but yeah, they played against Barnsley and 23s uh, at Four Parks last Monday in the uh, Professional Development League. Uh, strong team for Leeds United too. Pablo Hernandez, Barry Douglas, they played in the first half. Uh, Bavardi came on at, at half time. So a uh, pretty strong uh, squad there compared to the uh, squad that uh, faced uh, Derby in the previous game. And it, it was a 2-0 win as well. 1-0 at half time. Ryan Emerson putting Leeds, uh, Leeds ahead uh, after four minutes. Uh, Ryan Emerson, good to good to see him again and scoring goals. Yeah, it was a good goal. It was, um, I think it was McCarron who, who kind of worked it up, uh, passed the full back onto the byline and just kind of, uh, crossed it in and Edmondson just tapped it in far, far post it was a good goal yeah. uh, do you remember Bobby Canwer I've just been thinking about that I don't know he was a he was in the under 18s he was, he was looking like a proper rising star we hadn't heard about him for ages yeah I have to look that up 
at some point when, I, when I've got internet and I'm not writing 12,000 words of uni work, I'll definitely get on with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, this was a good this good win. Back to winning ways. The first win in six games. So it was, it was kind of desperate. We really needed to yeah, win. Yeah, we really needed to win. Yeah, as you said, first first win in six games. We went on a really, really poor run. And uh, yeah, that 7-1 just put the icing on the cake there. That 7-1 loss. But back to winning ways again to bounce back. 2-0 win. Ryan Emerson and John Stevens are making it 2-0 in the second half for 53 minutes. So a good win there. And it's it's fantastic for the for the under twenty threes a learning curve in that seven one defeat I feel and it's great for them to be able to bounce back uh, after such a heavy defeat and, and get back to winning ways. Yeah, oh, so you have to you have to stop the rot at some point. We we've been on these sort of runs before and they're not nice. You need to, you need to kind of get uh, even if you, even if you don't lose it's not it's 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 fine. But now we've obviously with them getting back to winning ways they can they can kick on from this. And yeah. Hopefully finish higher up the table than they are currently. Yeah, because we are quite low down, low down in the table. We won the league last season, and now this season we're, we're not doing too great. Uh, but yeah, hopefully uh, this win... Think, bear in mind, we have, we have promoted a lot of players like Jamie Shackleton's been promoted. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Robbie Gotts has spent a lot of time in the first team, although he never gets on the pitch. <laughs> uh, Leif Davis is obviously more of a first-team player now than an under-23s player, although he does rate some regular player for them. So we are, we are kind of moving the kind of core the squad on yeah. towards the first team. So you are always going to get that that wobble. Uh, I mean, prime example is when we won the league in 1992. The following season, we finished 17th. And we, yeah. we always got relegated. Uh, and we had we had much a similar team, really. So it, do, it does happen. You, you, it's, you look at Leicester after they won the league the following year, they always got relegated as well. Yeah, it, Chelsea as well. They, when they won the league. Kind of champion syndrome, isn't it? You kind of just you fall off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, ho- hopefully that win uh, over Boundsley does, uh, uh, of course, back to winning ways, hopefully to do kick off from that and uh, go on a, a nice good run. That would be really, really good. Um, of course, it has been the international break, so there's no uh, Leeds United first team game to look back on. Uh, but plenty of Leeds United players have been uh, out on international duty this past week. Uh, eight players in total, so the first was. Stuart Dallas uh, in the Northern Ireland squad uh, for two very important games in Group C of the uh, Euro 2020 qualifications. Uh, Northern Ireland, they drew 0-0 at home to uh, Netherlands uh, at home. That was uh, last Saturday. Uh, but then they got battered 6-1 away to Germany uh, on Tuesday, so they haven't qualified for the Euros, unfortunately. Um, Stuart they, Dallas, they didn't play against Germany. Um, they went 1-0 they went up in that game as well. Yeah, they did. <laughs> really good goal as yeah. well. Banging strike, 25 yards. Yeah, corner. fantastic goal from Michael goal. Smith. But yeah, yeah, they still got bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, Dallas um, has got uh, some kind of hamstring um, strain. I, I wouldn't go as far as calling it. A, it's not. It's not a tear. I don't think it's a tear or anything like that. I think he's just twinged. He said, he said he just felt something in his hamstring. So maybe that's a, it's a strain or something like that. Yeah, might be, it might be out for a, a week or two, which is just helpful because we've got loads of depth at left back. <laughs> we, we do as well, don't we? <laughs> I mean, because we've got Alioski out, that now Dallas out. So I think we're gonna have to start just Lee Davis. Davis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully Stuart Dallas isn't out for too long. Um, but I, I'm guessing the reason Northern Ireland got battered six one away to Germany was because Bailey Pickford was playing in that. I mean, I think it's more the case that. Germany have a much better team than Northern Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> and, but, and always have. But barely pick a foul was poor. It was poor. Well, you. Yeah, <laughs> All right, we're not, we're not, we're not going to slam him anymore because he's not a Leeds player, so, <laughs> so I don't actually care. Yeah. But yeah, he was probably he was poor in that game. Yeah, he was. Um, Matthias Click, uh, he also played 20 minutes for the uh, Poland uh, international team uh, in their 2-1 win away at Israel from last Saturday. Uh, but he didn't play during their 3-2 win at home against Slovenia uh, last Tuesday. Uh, but Poland had won Group G by six points to qualify for Euro 2020. So uh, uh, yeah, good luck to Poland there. Hopefully we see uh, Matthias Click play uh, regularly in a, a major tournament. That'll be, that'll be really really nice um, I'd, I'd like to see that but I don't expect it no 
No, no probably not. Who who did Poland play in midfield? Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm not a Poland expert. We need Chris on the podcast. Chris will be ideal for this question. He would. He would. <laughs> he would. <laughs> Should we give him a call? Um, but no, Poland. They've qualified for Euro 2020. So uh, yeah. Um, Big congratulations to Matash Click uh, and Poland. Hopefully we see uh, Click uh, play regularly there. Uh, Tyler Roberts, he was called up to the uh, Wales squad but did not play uh, for them during their uh, two Group E games. Uh, Wales uh, went and beat uh, Azerbaijan 2-0 away last Saturday and then beat Hungary 2-0 at home uh, on Tuesday. Uh, they finished second in Group E and qualified for Euro 2020. So uh, congratulations to Roberts. Uh, Tyler Roberts, don't really care about Wales. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, congratulations to, to Tyler for, Roberts. For some reason he holds a grudge against Wales. I'm not sure why. I just support England. I don't care about any of the other home nations. No, I don't. I just either. like I England. Don't I don't either, really. I, I kind of half support Ireland because I'm half yeah. Irish. I, mean, I wanted Wales to, 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 that's, to that's, not win. That's the Republic of Ireland, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really... That, as, as much as I like, I love Stuart Dallas. Like, I'm not really bothered about yeah. Northern Ireland, how they're doing this on them. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think we should... I mean, Ryan Giggs taking Tyler Roberts on a 10-hour plane ride... To uh, to That's Azerbaijan for him not to play a game is yeah. uh, a bit of a piss take, really. Yeah. <laughs> and then he had to fly all the way back. Yeah, and he obviously we're playing. Luton. He's going down to London this this weekend to go to Luton as well. Yeah, so yeah, cheers, He'll be shattered. Cheers for that, Ryan, because uh, he's playing. He's he's a start. Remember our starting eleven. Yeah, so, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, but. <laughs> Right, so should we move on? Yeah, we'll move on. Uh, but yeah, uh, congratulations to Tyler Roberts. Uh, I don't really care about the, the entire uh, rest of the uh, Wales team. I thought you were going to say Euros. I don't care about the entire yeah. population of Wales. <laughs> 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 yeah, I do, I do. But um, no, I, I'm only bothered about England qualifying. I'm not bothered about all the other nations. Uh, Matarich uh, Bulgush, uh, he was subbed off in uh, second half uh, as Poland uh, under-21s... Uh, uh, lost 3 0 away at uh, Bulgaria on 21, so not good for him there. Uh, Alfie McCowan, he scored an absolute screamer in Northern Ireland's on 21s. 1 uh, 1 draw uh, with Hungary on 21s at home uh, last week. Did you see that goal? Yeah, very good goal. It's fantastic. He's got uh, Rudy Austin syndrome. He only scores worldies. He's <laughs> 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 just banging him in from distance. Yeah, incredible, incredible goal in a friendly. Uh, but he did play the uh, full 90 minutes in the 0 0 draw at home against uh, Romania and 21s. Um, so, yeah, Alpha McCormick, a really good uh, international call up, that one there. Uh, yeah, really, really good goal. If you haven't seen it, go to Leeds United's Twitter and they tweeted it out last week. So, yeah, go, go look at it. Um, Elon Meslier, he was called up to the uh, France under 21s but did not play in any of their two games this week uh, if anyone uh, is interested the uh, France on 21s uh, won 3-2 at home over uh, Georgia on 21s uh, that was last Friday and then uh, they uh, lost 3-1 uh, away at Switzerland under 21s uh, last Tuesday uh, Jack Clark he featured for the uh, England under 20s as they beat Portugal under 20s 4-0 away and then beat Iceland under 20s 3-0 at home and uh, Noah Kenner he was also called up to the uh, England under 17 squad I couldn't really find any results for that one <laughs> um, uh, but, but we'll move on so yeah, uh, those eight players are on international duty uh, this week, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully Stuart Dallas is not out for too long. That'll be uh, that'll be uh, quite dreadful. Um, England, uh, they uh, they played their two remaining Group A games this week, uh, and they uh, of course won them both. Um, won, do, uh, won both of these those uh, games quite convincingly as well. Uh, so they thrashed uh, Montenegro seven nil at home last Thursday night, and uh, then beat Kosovo four nil away on Sunday. Uh, did you enjoy watching these? Um, I mean, I enjoyed the goals, but I thought the games themselves were yeah, boring. They were. I mean, I think I was watching the Montenegro game, and I was enjoying the first half. Goals were flying in. Second half, 
What's five nil at half time? Two goals in the second half. I, I texted you at half time and said that it would finish seven nil. <laughs> well, with, I predicted with, with, with it being a slower game in the second yeah. half, and it was per- I was perfectly right. Yeah, well, I predicted ten nil on last week's podcast. I think Alfie actually predicted seven nil for the game, so he probably got that spot on. But I predicted ten nil, and I texted you at half time. Ten nil's on. Ten nil's on. <laughs> you guys laughed at me when I predicted I, I ten nil. Ne- I, I never thought I'd get to ten. <laughs> Ten's just too much. Yeah, uh, but yeah, se- uh, seven nil. But when there wasn't a goal every five minutes, it, it get, did get quite boring. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I'm not an American. I can enjoy sport without a goal being scored every yeah. t- every two minutes. But the, the general play just wasn't very yeah. good. I mean, I find myself watching England games. I just sit there, and for the majority of the game, I'm just looking at my phone, and then I look up. I, you know, I hear, I hear the crowd cheering. I'm like, oh, England have scored. I watch the replays. I see the replays. Good goal. And then just just go back to yeah, my because it's boring when there's no kind of competition. Because that because Kosovo and Montenegro, with the greatest respect, are not great teams. No, so not. when when England are playing them, they just tend to batter them. So it's just yeah. quite boring. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it it's it, it'd be like watching someone like pulled out of a supermarket and put in like a boxing ring with Mike Tyson. It's just it's not very really entertaining. <laughs> it's just one person just battering another person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Kosovo uh, fans, by the way. Uh, they uh, held up uh, England flags during our national anthem. Um, so yeah, really really good from the uh, Kosovo yeah, fans. There. Yeah, the because we uh, pretty sure it's under in the Blair uh, government we liberated them because um, they were. What's that country they're near? Just to the north of Kosovo. Uh, I think it's Serbia. I think they, they were a bit of a civil war going on there. And um, uh, Britain were one of the countries to send uh, relief troops to help them establish their independence. So they're big fans of us over there. Yeah. And apparently um, all the people who went over, all the England fans, were getting bought like free pints off locals and stuff. And they were getting really well welcomed, like free meals. and Yeah, which is awesome. And you're right, Serbia is, is just above Kosovo. Um, yeah, fantastic from the Kosovo fans there. Uh, really made the England fans welcome in 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 their country and uh, yeah, ho- holding up uh, England flags during our national anthem. Uh, yeah, really really good from the Kosovo fans. A big respect for them there. Um, but sadly, the game wasn't as entertaining as the one in Southampton. <laughs> well, that that was like five three or something, was it? Um, I don't quite remember. The, the, Pop a score. Five, I, think it was, five, I think it was 5-3. Yeah, it was 5-3. Um, this game was like 1-0 till about the 70th minute. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was 1-0 until I think the last five minutes and then we just blasted him for Yeah, the they just started making mistakes. So <laughs> yeah. So punished them for it. But yeah, they, they England can count, count themselves quite fortunate because 4-0 looks more flattering than the game. Yeah, it does. It, it actually does. was. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, uh, two uh, wins there for England. Uh, job done. Qualified for the uh, Euro 2020s. Uh, happy days, Charles. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have been fairly, with the group we had, I'd have been fairly annoyed if we didn't qualify. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I expect England to qualify to, for tournaments. I don't expect England to win every tournament. We've only ever won one major tournament. But I, I expect us to qualify every year. Yeah. And uh, Oh, not every year, obviously, every t- every tournament. We don't qualify every year. Um, <laughs> every time every time we, uh, we've, we've, we're, we're playing in qualifiers, I expect us to do well. And we, I think it was... The upside is a record number of goals. I think it was 34 goals. Yeah. Um, I think... I don't know. I'm not entirely sure about that figure. It's somewhere in the mid thirties of goals, and um, but we have looked vulnerable defensively. Yeah, uh, but we did lose one game, of course. In, in, yeah, in Czech the group Republic, stage. the uh, first uh, qualifying loss for ten years. Yeah, we, we looked, we looked, we looked poor. It reminds me of Leeds, really. We, we, we just looked poor of corners. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> and we were a bit vul- England are a bit vulnerable to the counter attack. Yeah. Because um, uh, there's, there's too much distance between the likes of Declan Rice and Harry Winks yeah. and uh, and Harry Maguire and um, who else was playing in centre back for England? 
Well, you got Michael Keane as not well. Michael, not Michael Keane, a footballer. Tyler Mings. It, yeah, it was Mings. Yeah, it was Mings playing with him. There was too, there was too much distance there, yeah. which is where a, a certain KP, Calvin Phillips, would be uh, perfect. Yeah. I mean, we... Marcel Bielsa plays better football than Gareth Southgate in England. We, we honestly, Leeds United will probably beat England. I mean, Sterling is mo- the most entertaining player to watch for England, but yeah, Jaden Sancho as well. He's um, but I actually the player I like watching the most is Ben Chilwell for England. I think he's really good. Oh, he's really good for left back. Yeah, yeah, extremely good, fantastic. extremely good delivery, good defensively. Just really enjoy watching him. Yeah. Should any Leeds United players be in that England team? Do you think go, I mean, go into the Euros? <laughs> I mean, I'd, I would like to see uh, Ben White and Calvin Phillips. Yeah, there. I mean, ben, I think there is a big Calvin ben, Phillips hole that needs filling in the England but team. But Ben White isn't our player. He's, he's no, he isn't. Player. He isn't. But it would be nice to see Ben White in the England team because he is a fantastic centre-back, is, is Ben White. He's, he is absolutely brilliant. He is one of the best centre-backs I have seen in a long, I long time. I think if we go up and um, we go up convincingly, he'll, he'll, will be in the, he'll be in the conversation. So, and, and if QSI take over, he will definitely be ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I'm not yeah. too sure about that, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, Ben White, he needs to be in the England team for me. He's 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 going to be right up, right up. He's going to play top level football. Is Ben White absolutely? And for me as well, Cameron Phillips, he should be in the England team. I think there's a really big hole in midfield that I was should be f- filling. I was watching a five live interview the other day where they were going on about. Uh, I think the. Uh, um, um, Micah Richards on, or Mika Richards, or however you pronounce it. Uh, obviously, former Leeds youth uh, product. He went on to Aston Villa for a long time. Uh, they were t- they were talking um, talking to him about the possibility of Calvin Phillips being in the England conversation, and um, and yeah, there, were, there was a couple of smug commentators on there saying, "Oh yeah, he, he wouldn't get in the top teams. He wouldn't get in the top teams." <laughs> of course, it's like, well, yeah, they were saying, "Oh yeah, he, he wouldn't get in the Liverpool team." Yeah, fair enough. He might not for being better than him yeah yeah uh, but the same he wouldn't get in the Spurs team it was like in the, current, get in the Spurs in, in team the current, in the current Spurs team he would get in there I think, yeah I think, he's absolutely. Better, I think he's better than Winks I mean he'd, he'd easily get in the West Ham team above of uh, Declan Rice in my opinion um obviously Leicester indeed he's probably better than him oh. yeah <laughs> but yeah he'd be in the conversation like he'd be in the Everton team he'd be for in, sure it would be in the Everton yeah. team I mean Calvin Phillips is a is a fantastic player and I think it's about time Gareth Southgate and, and whoever manages England in the future they need to start looking at championship players because you look at Wales Dan James who's been called up he was playing championship football last season Tammy Abraham I mean, now he's, yeah Tra- Tammy well, Abraham for, Tyron Mings Tyron Mings former you championship know, players it's like these players, Tammy Abraham, Tyron Mings, they're not playing any different from what they were doing in the Championship. It's just because they're playing for Premier League clubs, Gareth, Gareth Southgate thinks, oh, these guys will be good for England. Just start looking at the Championship a lot more. There's a bit of kind of kind of sneering towards Championship clubs from the Premier League, though. There's a bit of kind of a lot of, a lot of disrespect there. They, they, they don't think the league is, is difficult whatsoever, and that's mainly because they come down with I mean, bloody multi-multi-million pound <laughs> squads. But yeah. the fact is, what in this in this league, you, you have to have a good squad and you have to perform Yeah, well. exactly. And, and there, there are some very, very good players in the in the championship, as proven by the fact the championship gets poached every year by yeah. Prem teams. <laughs> exactly. It does happen every year. And, and, and the fact is, well, Teams who have gone up from the championship recently, Leicester, they won the Premier League in their second season back. Yeah, Wolves. Yeah, I mean they 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 bought a lot of new players, didn't they? Well, uh, well yeah, Wolves. yeah. They, they went up and they finished <laughs> yeah. Europa League spot immediately. Yeah. But Leicester had pretty much the same side that they got promoted with Bom- in that Premier League. Bournemouth obviously went Bournemouth. up and then regularly finished mid-table. Yeah. So teams from the championship do well in Premier. Sheffield United. Sheffield United are up there. Basically the same team, and they're, they're, they're what eighth, seventh. They're above Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> above Man United as well. That, that is funny. Above Man United, above Spurs, and I, above Arsenal. I mean, it'd be funny if it if it 
if it wasn't so tragic that it's not us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do hope Sheffield United don't qualify for the Europa League because um, I don't think we'd be able to... to it's looking very unlikely, but I actually hope they go down. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair... I would love it if we went up because we could have the. I can't remember the last Yorkshire derby that the yeah. Premier League had. I just wanted to finish mid table, Sheffield United. Just mid table. Don't finish in the Europa League place, please. Otherwise, Sheffield United fans will be unbearable. I work with a Sheffield United fan at Farsi Celtic. Um, and yeah, they, he, he's always on about me. When... They'll, I'll tell you now, they'll have a dip in the, in the middle of the season. They'll finish between 12th and yeah. 14th, and that'll be it. And that'll be fine. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, back on to England. Uh, Leeds United players, they, they, they should be in there. Come on, Phillips. He, he needs a chance. In a, in a friendly, just give him a chance in a friendly. And Ben White as well. I, I think he, he will be up there. I think playing Champions League football in a few years' time. I really, really do. Um, but yeah, early predictions for Euro 2020? What, as in where England are going to? Yeah. Probably semi-final. Semi-final? Again. <laughs> will, we not, will we not win it? Semi-final in the Nations League, semi-final in the World Cup, semi-final in the Euros. <laughs> Beaten in all three. <laughs> will we not win it? No. I'm, no, but we'll win it. I think France and Germany have got better squads than we do. And yeah. I, I think there's still some defensive issues with England that haven't been resolved. And I think the better teams will punish us. I'm looking forward to seeing Italy back, though. They've qualified. Yeah, that should be good. It's been a while since Italy I'm, have been in, in a major tournament. I missed them at the World Cup. Yeah, they are they are a mainstay of the World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, uh, hopefully uh, England do well in Euro twenty twenty uh, next season. But uh, yeah, the international break is over now. Thank goodness, no more international football for uh, I think seven months. There's no is it no more international football? Is it March or April? The next one is. is uh, yeah, I think it's around Easter time. Yeah. Yeah. So so around around you know, five months, you know, five six months, yeah. Uh, but yeah, proper football, league football is back this weekend. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, we'll of course look ahead to uh, Leeds United's upcoming games uh, soon. But first, uh, there's plenty of uh, bits of news to go over, and uh, these QSI takeover rumours just won't go away, will they? I'm kind of fed up of of, of talking about it, really. Uh, but ESPN, uh, they uh, uh, produced an article uh, last week to say that the PSG owners are quote unquote uh, closing in on a takeover of Leeds United. Uh, the article tells us absolutely no new information about it. <laughs> no new information. It's just the same stuff that we knew about four months ago. It's a, it's a pointless article. They've just done it for clicks. Well, they have. It's a slow news week, and they know if they stick QSI and Leeds United in a tweet, they're going to get clicks. Yeah, absolutely. It's an absolutely pointless article. It tells us no new things. Um, yeah, uh, don't, don't really fall for it. It's, it's absolutely pointless, this article. They've told us the exact same things that we knew, but they've just put, oh, it's closing in. There's, there's a lot of conjecture about it, because I think they value the club at, like, 45, 50 million, but like Redrazani values it like 100 million. Yeah. Which I don't think is an unreasonable figure given uh, the value of some of the players we've got. Because I mean, you've got. Well, Ka- Redrazani bought the club for 50, for 50 million, was it? I think he did, and then he spent 20 on the stadium. Yeah. And then we got. Yeah, so so that adds 20 million pounds. You've got Calvin Phillips, who's probably worth 30 million pounds. Uh, you, you've got many other players who, who are worth a lot of money. Uh, so the cost is probably 15. Yeah, so surely it is 100 million pounds, Lee Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I, I would think with the whole, yeah, with the, the branding and marketing opportunities, they got the the stadium, the training ground, you've got the, the players. I think the um, and the the chance to put another Yorkshire club in the Premier League and actually, I mean, because this club has a lot of potential. I mean, <laughs> it, it's so it's so obvious to see. You you can see that it, with a bit of effort and with a bit of bit of money, a bit a bit of money <laughs> and a bit and a bit of I hate to say, but luck. We could be in the Premier League with a fifty thousand seat stadium, earning some some rich foreign owner a lot of money. That, yeah, that's it, you don't have to be a economic genius to see that. <laughs> and um, 
But yeah, I mean, and especially when these guys have got billions. What, what is a hundred million to one? Either? They're like Bond villains, these lads. <laughs> they're on, they own their own islands and stuff. Like, well, why can't they spend a hundred million on my club? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, this ESPN article tells us no new information. I think it's a load of rubbish. It's a pointless article. Don't really fall for, for any of it. Um, also, The Sun as well. Did you see The Sun article? I don't read The Sun. So, so, well, they released an article basically saying, this is the team that Legion United could get if QSI took over. And the team involved Mbappe, Ozil, uh, Jesse Rodriguez and Jadon Sancho. And then just normal Legion United players that who currently play I mean, for us. Which, which is, of um, course, all hypothetical Yeah. Crap. I mean, <laughs> basically, they, look, they looked at what players QSI could possibly afford and stuck a and stuck a fantasy team together basically <laughs> it, to, there's nothing to it to it's, get clicks yeah i, I, I don't i don't I, I think it's a lot of rubbish that i mean i'm studying sports journalism right now i would hate myself if i studied journalism for so many years i did journalism for two years at college as well before this three-year course so five years in total studying journalism if i went to the sun and produced an article saying this is the team Leeds United could have if they had billionaire owners and stuck a fantasy team together. I'd be absolutely disappointed in myself. Well, it's, yeah, but it's awful. You're assuming that the journalists that work at the Sun have any kind of moral fibre or backbone, <laughs> which they don't. So yeah. they're quite happy to, to put anything forward to earn some money or get get attention for their for their rag. Yeah, just I mean, tw- Twitter journalism is is awful in general anyway, for the most part. Yeah. I but, mean, but, but, other than your, your well-known uh, blue tick journalists that everybody knows associated with each of them, like David Ornstein for Arsenal and Phil, Phil Hay, Hay and Graham, Graham Smith, Smith yeah. who, who are related to the clubs that they, um, and Adam Pope, obviously. Uh, unless they work for, they are respectable, well-known journalists, then they're, they're likely just just the debate merchants that yeah. are just trying to get, generate as many clicks and as much attention for whatever they're writing for as possible. Yeah. And that's what, that's what they are. Yeah, but but son, dreadful. Stupid, pointless article, and ESPN as well. I respect ESPN, but that article that they produced saying PSG owners are closing in and take over Leeds United, stupid. Uh, and a load of rubbish. It's, it's a slow news week because um, ESPN, <laughs> ESPN's American, isn't it? Yeah, and, uh, they it was ESPN UK. And yeah. they, uh, they, <laughs> ESPN, Americans can't qualify for the Euros, so they've had a, they'll have had a slow <laughs> week. Yeah, so, so they've basically gone, oh, it's a slow week. What will get clicks? Yeah. An article on Leeds United. So, yep. uh, yeah, they the, the, the produced these. Uh, but yeah, all rubbish, just don't really fall for it. I'm, I'm really fed up of, of hearing about the QSI takeover rumours. The next I'm time really I want to hear about it is when there's someone stood outside Ellen Road uh, shaking hands with Roger Zani, <laughs> having, a, having his photo taken, handing over a big bag of money. Yeah. That's the next time I want to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, some other bits of news to go over just quickly. Uh, so, uh, Leeds United announced the annual junior members Christmas party is back for 2019. It's take place on a Sunday, 22nd of December. That's my year, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed going to these growing up. Did you, did you ever go to them growing up? No, mate. I did. I, I was a junior member, and um, yeah, I, I really loved these. These were a lot, a lot of fun. So um, uh, yeah, any kids out there listening right now, just <laughs> sun, uh, Sunday the 22nd of December, uh, make, make sure you go, get yourself to it, because it is a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun. Um, Jim Shackleton, uh, he helped turn on the uh, Christmas lights in uh, Meanwood uh, last week. So uh, yeah, Jimmy Shackleton getting the big call-ups. <laughs> I was in Meanwood last week. Yeah. They, they have a really nice Italian restaurant in, in uh, Meanwood. It's called Zuko's. I've never been. Really, really nice telling you. I went to uh, I went to Aldi because I'm a student, so I had to buy some food. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Zuko's <coughs> fantastic as Aldi restaurant there uh, in Meanwood. Um, yeah, Meanwood is it's a fantastic place. And uh, yeah, Jamie Shackleton turned on the uh, Christmas lights uh, uh, in uh, Meanwood. Um, also, uh, former Leeds United midfielder Rudy Austin spoke to uh, his uh, current Danish side, uh, Ed's. 
I don't know how you pronounce this. <laughs> it's, it's Edge. Do you want to have a go? I can't see it, mate. All right, it's spelled E S B J E R G. I don't want to pronounce that, mate. Esperjerg. I, I feel like at, at best I'm going to sound idiotic, and at worst I'm going to sound racist. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. I mean, I already sound idiotic here. And uh, racist. <laughs> Yeah, Rudy Austin, uh, he spoke to his current Danny side and told them a story about buying a car in Leeds. Uh, he said that uh, he wanted to uh, go and buy a, a red Audi, uh, but the dealer said that he couldn't have it as he played for Leeds and he can't have anything red. <laughs> quite quite a funny story, this. Yeah, it's just it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Superstitions, <laughs> just, isn't it? Just a bunch, it? We're a weird fan base. We have a lot of like strange hang-ups on things we that are. don't really matter, but we feel really do matter. <laughs> Where we are a really weird fan base, aren't we? Yeah. But yeah, once leads, always leads. Hopefully, Rudy Austin is still not buying anything red. I, I hope that's stuck with him. For I always quite liked Rudy Austin at Leeds. He was a good player. He, he scored a lot of really, really good goals. He really ne- good he, goals. He, he never scored any bad goals. <laughs> no. When, he, when he, he didn't score like a huge number of goals, but all the goals he did score were normally quite good. Yeah, they're really good. It, it, it was a really good midfielder. I really enjoyed having Rudy Austin at the club. Uh, it was just def- definitely not the worst midfielder I've ever seen. That has to go to Michael Brown. He was by far the worst <laughs> Michael midfielder. Tong, uh, <laughs> Michael Tong, Michael Brown, uh, Norris. What, oh. what was the guy's name? Was it David Norris? David Norris, Paul, yeah. D- those were awful midfielders. Awful. Luke oh. Murphy as well. Nothing Murphy wasn't that, wasn't as bad as them lot. Yeah. Rudy Austin and Luke Murphy on the same level, and then everyone else, Michael Tong and Michael Brown, all the level below. <laughs> I, I hated Michael Brown yeah. at Leeds. Yeah. He, was, he was everything I hated about that Warnock side. He just kept on putting in silly tackles, didn't he? He was slow. He, he fouled people all the time. He was he couldn't pass a ball. He was just generally a poor player. Yeah, I just enjoyed the chant. There's a team of Michael Browns. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rudy Austin there. Uh, really funny story. Uh, that Leeds United fans, mental. <laughs> mental. We, 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 we hate the colour red. Weird breed. Yeah, we, we and hate... And I, I say that as a member. <laughs> <laughs> we, we hate the colour red. Um, of course, the big news though coming out this week uh, is regarding a Spanish midfielder. Uh, the wizard, that is Pablo Hernandez, the 34-year-old, has signed a two-year contract extension at Leeds, uh, running until the summer of uh, 2022. So as you said before we start recording, basically... Basically, two and a half year deal. Um, yeah, because it's running until the summer of 2022, yeah. so that is two and a half years. Yeah, uh, but fantastic news, this. Yeah, um, I like. Oh well, I love Pablo. <laughs> Who doesn't yeah. love Pablo? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's he, he's not the most happy-go-lucky guy. He has a haunted face, <laughs> but he but he is an extremely good footballer. He is. and has been for the entire time he's been at Leeds. Yeah, and um, obviously he's. Uh, that that effectively takes him to what when he's thirty six, thirty seven. So that'll be the end of his career, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'd love for him to stay on the um, on the playing staff uh, in some kind of capacity, uh, or if not, then I'd love to see him back at El, El- Road um, any time after he retires. But up until that point, obviously we've got two and a half years and he's still playing. Yeah, um, yeah, he'll have to. I think he'll he'll end up becoming obviously for this year and possibly next year he'll be a fairly regular in the first team in and out. Or, in off the bench, and then obviously from beyond that, you'd expect as he gets older, he'll be, he won't be able to. He'll yeah. be standing all the I mean, now. he's old now, <laughs> thirty-four years. Well, old. I know, but like <laughs> Strachan will play for us when he was like thirty-six, wasn't he? And he, yeah. was, he was kind of slowing down a bit. Um, but yeah, I've uh, yeah, Pablo's one of them players that kind of re rekindled my to an certain extent my desire to go every week yeah because he's a fantastic I've always player. been a fan and I always went now and again but the desire to go every week has to be spurred by good play otherwise you just end up psychotic and going <laughs> going and watching Michael Brown in midfield yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which has happened to me in the past yeah um, but yeah he him him and Janssen were the kind of two players which you thought oh yeah that, this is why I want to go watch Leeds this week because these two are just 
one of them is really good at football and the other one's just mental <laughs> and, uh, and he'll get the, get, he'll get the crowd going yeah. and uh, Alioski is similar but not as similar to the answer for, for that kind of thing but yeah and Hernandez was the kind of player which he dragged a mediocre team under under Monk and under Christensen under Heckingbottom to slightly above that he he did all he could he dragged he dragged this club from essentially mid-table dross to the edge of the playoffs yeah he, he, he is a fantastic player Pablo Hernandez really really good news um, I must admit that I was kind of in, in the back of my mind thinking He's 34 years old. He's just signed a two-year deal. He'll be on a really, really high wage. Do we really want someone on the books until he's 36 years old? Because he's not going to be a regular first-team player in the next few years, is he? I think it's just because we don't want to lose him at the end of the season. I think he'll have said he wants he wants two years. And yeah. I think I, <clears throat> I personally would have put him on like a one-year rolling thing because of his age. <clears throat> yeah. Because of his age. Um, but I'm not disappointed with this at all. I've... I've I love Pablo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got, he got ten, ten goals and ten assists last season. It's not like as if he's slowing down much. Yeah. I mean, he's always had a couple of inju- injuries this season. He's been not not featured as much, but he did play a few hundred twenty threes on Monday. You would expect him to feature on uh, in the in the game at the weekend against Luton. I'm 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 delighted. I'm, I'm not going to be. Yeah, it's it's awesome news. It's awesome news. If he stays until the end of the contract, um, and that that would mean that he's been at the club for six years. Do you think another four-year contract after that? Get it ten years? Have a testimonial? <laughs> That's the dream. We can't just go chucking around four-year contracts <laughs> to drag people up to testimonials. <laughs> that that would that cost thousands. It probably cost a couple of million. <laughs> um, but which which might be a throwaway for in the prem, a couple of million. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There you go, Pablo. <laughs> but not while we're in the championship now. No. Um, no I but, but after those two years, do you, do you see him still being involved at the club? Um. I would like to think so. The romantic part of me likes to think that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the cold, calculated, cynical Leeds fan part of me was, <laughs> would, thinks that he might just retire and then yeah. move back to Spain with his family, which I wouldn't begrudge him that at all. He's, no. give, he's given us six years of extremely good football and his absolute best, and he deserves... It's not as if he hasn't earned this contract. I mean, obviously, his, his age is a factor, but he has earned the contract. Yeah, he has earned it. And, uh, yeah, I hope that he stays at the club um, in some capacity uh, after these uh, two years and after he's done playing football on the on, on football pitch. I hope that he does remain the coach or just in the backroom staff. Like football manager, just having yeah. him in the background, just t- teaching everyone else to bang a free kick in yeah, exactly. 20 yards. <laughs> well, he's a fantastic player to have around, isn't he? So, yeah, Pablo <laughs> Hernandez, 34-year-old a Spanish midfielder, signed a two-year contract extension, running until the summer of 20. 2022 um, and uh, he'll probably be playing on Saturday hopefully uh, we'll look ahead to uh, Saturday's game now Leeds United of course taking on uh, Luton Town away at uh, Kenilworth uh, Road uh, this uh, Saturday afternoon uh, for game number 17 of this championship season and Charles this is this is surely a win isn't it <laughs> an easy win this has to be it's still London it's still London yeah. it's still down south and we do badly there yeah I mean I, I passed uh, I passed 12 league games in London one win Two draws, nine losses. Of course, two of those losses, league losses in London, have come this season against Charlton and Millwall. So, yeah, not a good record. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we were poor against Charlton and we were kind of cheated against Millwall to an extent. Yeah, but with the red card. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, you've got to be confident because they are so, so terrible. Yeah, they and, are um, bad. I uh, mean, of, of course, they have just been promoted from League One. Their manager but... literally said, like last week or the week before, that they're in, he said already that they're in a relegation battle. Imagine your manager saying that, <laughs> <laughs> like barely a third into the season, like, oh yeah, we're definitely going down. It's, it's like, <laughs> you don't like to motivate him. Like, what are you doing? Although, to be fair, carry on with that kind of 
horrendous style of motivation until at least we come away with the three points and yeah. then you go back to whatever you want yeah please do <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you, th- you think we'll win this you, you, you'd like to think we would win it yeah this has to be an easy win I mean Luton Town they are they have a dreadful team. They're not doing great at all this season. The 21st in the league table and 14 points, just one point above uh, the relegation zone. Uh, the last six games, one win, five losses. Uh, conceded 12 goals in those six games. They've lost four games on the bounce. Yeah, absolutely dreadful form. Uh, they do have some well-known players, though. Jacob Butfield, uh, Kazenga uh, uh, Luwalawar, um, and Izzy Brown as well, who's doing well this season. Fine J- assist to his name. Jacob Butfield's still playing football. <laughs> yes, he was on, uh, on loan at Bradford City last Last season. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I can't believe he's still playing. Yeah. I mean, it was at Derby. He, he's still young. He's about 28, 29 years old. Was he, was he at Derby for a while? Yeah, he was at Derby and just didn't get him a team. Yeah. Was he at Hull as well? I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of Huddleston. I think I'm thinking think of Huddleston. Yeah. But Jacob Butfield, Kazangalu Alawa, who we've Huddleston's another player that's been playing for about 50 years now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Luau who, who was, of course, had really, really good time at Brighton. And, of course, Izzy Brown, who uh, who was at Leeds last season, played that one first-team game. <laughs> oh, no, two first-team games, actually. But, Came uh, on at QPR away, which we lost. And yeah. the Derby... Uh, playoff semi-final second leg which we lost yeah which is all his fault um, it, no, it's not his fault but his fault banging that last minute free kick over the bar that was his fault yeah that was his fault um, that, <laughs> if that, he'd have scored that it'd have gone to uh, pens we might I mean, have won it that free kick against Derby oh, that, it, it reminds it's similar to, to a free kick that I've seen recently or, or a penalty rather that I've seen recently in non-league football a goalkeeper went up to take the penalty and uh, hit it so high up and so hard that it Crashed a light down. That was it. Yeah, I saw that video. <laughs> uh, yeah. Proper non-league stuff. Yeah, uh, but Izzy Brown, he's doing well this season. Five assists to his name. But yeah, Bluton Town not doing great at all. They've uh, six, the last six games, as I said, one win and five losses, conceding twelve goals, lost the last four games in dreadful, dreadful form. This surely uh, has to be uh, has to be a win um, for for Leeds United, really. Um, but as we said, Dub, we don't have good form uh, away in London. Um, just the one win, two draws, and nine losses in our last twelve league visits uh, to London so uh, not uh, not uh, good at all um, we do have a good record against Luton Town though uh, to, to be fair uh, the last time we played them uh, was on the 23rd of August 2016 uh, away as well we won 1-0 in the League Cup uh, but before that, the last time we played against them was 26th of January 2008. <laughs> we, uh, we, drew, we were in League One. Yeah, we drew one all uh, away in League One. Um, but we do have a, have a really, really good record. Um, seven uh, wins, two draws and uh, one loss uh, in our past ten uh, meetings with them. But that does string all the way back to the 19th of January 1991. <laughs> so we, yep. haven't, we haven't played it too many times. Um, of course, they did get relegated with us in in, the, uh, in 2007. That championship season went down to League One. They got relegated with us. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we, we do. <laughs> what, a, what a beautiful connection to have with another club. Uh, but yeah, we haven't beaten in our last four meetings with them. Uh, three wins and, and, and a draw. Um, so yeah, really, really good form uh, against Luton, uh, actually. Um, so yeah, ho- hopefully we do we do win this one. Um, score prediction for, for Saturday's game? I'm going to go 2 0 Leeds. I think we'll do them. 2 0 Leeds. I'm going to go. <clears throat> I, I think we might concede, you know. I, I, I just oh, we can't concede against them. <laughs> They're so so crap. But Eddie Brown hasn't scored this season. It's a victim starts for him to score against Leeds. His first goal I mean, of the season is, against yeah, Leeds. That is true. <laughs> I'm going to go three one. I'm going to go three one. 
got the best defence of the league, mate. Were they, I know. Were in the top four tiers of English football. Oh, it's <laughs> away at Luton Town. Where, away in London. We don't do well. Is the, we're the only uh, club not to have conceded single-figure goals. Nine goals we've conceded. Yeah. And uh, you, you <laughs> we're not going to concede. Two-nil leads. I reckon, I reckon we'll win if comfortably. If we do concede, it's going to be off a corner. Yeah. I, I reckon we'll win comfortably. 3-1. 3-1 I'm going to go for. Um... And Leeds United, of course, they uh, take on Reading away on Tuesday night as well. Of course, we won't be recording before that game, so so we'll preview it here. Uh, Reading, they're currently 17th in the championship table and 18 points, five points above the relegation zone. Uh, they haven't beaten the last four games, though, uh, at the time we uh, we are speaking. Three wins and a draw in the last four games. Uh, all those three wins did come at home as well. Uh, they do take on Brentford away this Saturday, but, I mean, looking at their form right now, they've won the past three home games. It's shaping up to be a hard game for Leeds United, this one. I don't know. I just always think about last season how we just like we're three 0 at half time. We're just like cruising. It was so easy. Yeah. Uh, but they, obviously they're a different manager then. Um, yeah, they've they've kind of dragged them. They were they were da- in the bottom three for a while. They kind of dragged themselves a bit clear. Um, uh, good for them. I mean, I kind of hope I kind of hope Reading would go down. I'm sick of playing them. If it just feels like it is the most championship fixture going to play <laughs> Reading. We just seem we seem to be there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and, it, and it's a nothing game. So no one cares about it. Yeah. Even, even the Reading fans don't care. They don't even turn up. <laughs> they don't turn up telling road. We, we of course bring our numbers down to Reading, but no one cares. It's, about it's it. just a really boring yeah. fixture usually. Um, of course, it's on TV as well. The main Sky Sports game. Yeah, it was on TV really last year. Who wants to watch us play Reading? <laughs> 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 Who's thinking? You know what? Let's have Leeds v Reading on. <laughs> But it is the main game of Sky Sports, which is nice. So I can watch it. Imagine it being the main um, game. The main game. <laughs> that must not be any good th- game. I was thinking, oh yeah, you know, we've got a couple of Premiership fixtures here. We've got a couple of local derbies in in League One. No, we'll have Leeds v Reading on for on the main event. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's shaping up to be a hard game right now. Of course, we don't know um, the result of the uh, the game going into this. Because of course, they do play away at uh, Brentford on Saturday, but. They'll get bad there. Yeah, they probably will, won't they? But they're in good form right now, though. They've won the, the last three uh, home games, so, yeah, it, it could be difficult. But we do have a, a, a decent record against Reading, though. Of course, we did a double over them last season, a win or win uh, at Ellenburg and a 3-0 win uh, away uh, back in March. Uh, we drew uh, the game uh, previous uh, to that. We lost for two uh, for two games before that one, uh, but uh, we picked up three wins and two draws uh, in the uh, five games uh, before that. So we, so we do have a, a really, really uh, good record. Record. Only two losses um, in our past ten meetings with them. So uh, yeah, we, we do have a good record against Reading. I was just in the, the maths there. Uh, but yeah, we do have a good record against them. Um, score predictions for, for Tuesday night's game away at Reading. I mean, it it <laughs> it's difficult to make a prediction when I don't know how how yeah. Saturday's game is going to go. Yeah, but <clears throat> come on. I mean, these <laughs> these two games are surely six the, points for the sake of the podcast. Give us one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, I mean, these two games, away at Luton, away at Reading, these are surely two wins and six points. I'm going to go 1-0 away at Reading. 1-0. I mean, we won their 3-0 last season. And we're 3-0 up at, in the first half. Yeah, but you've just enlightened me to the fact they were a good home side. Now. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to go for a 1-0 win. I'll, I'll go 3-1 again. I'll go I'll go 3-1 again to Leeds United. Um, it wasn't 3-1 last season. It's no, three, it's three I'll nil. go 3-1 again because I'm predicting 3-1 win over Luton. It was actually the um, Pablo last season. It was the closest he ever came to a hat trick. I think he, he missed a really a really easy chance at the end of the game that you could have seen his oh, yeah. first ever Leeds hat trick on the volley, yeah. but he missed it. Yeah. Um... Shambles. <laughs> <laughs> Rip up his contract. <laughs> <laughs> How dare we give him a two year extension? He's yeah. dreadful. Missing chances uh, yeah. like that, scandalous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the, these 
surely two wins for Leeds United away, a game away at Luton game I'd like to apologise for wasting everyone's time with this uh, <laughs> drivel, drivel banter we've had on tonight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apologies uh, but yeah these are surely two wins for Leeds United away at Luton away at Reading these are surely two two wins and, and uh, uh, six points in the bag for Leeds United heading into that Millwall, uh, Middlesbrough game at home uh, rather next Saturday yeah and that, um, that <laughs> I mean, they'll they'll turn up. They always turn up for us, the Middlesbrough. Yeah, they do, don't they? Uh, even how poor they are, we're going to end up with, with Ryan shot and nodding one in from a corner. You just see it now. <laughs> Daniel Ayala. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Ayala punching Alioski in the face, <laughs> breaking his nose, and not getting sent off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that does. <laughs> Actually, before before we end, mate. I did. I didn't want to give a shout out to my brother Henry because um, he's uh, he's consistently asking me to give him, give him a shout out every week, and I always forget. So. All right, mate. I hope you're asleep right now. Little brother. Yeah, little. I've got two. Little, I've got two younger brothers, but my little one. He's a. He's eight. Yeah. Shout out to Charles's little brother, Henry. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, but that does bring us to the end of episode 44 of Your Things These podcast. Thank you very much, as always, to Charles for for joining me. Thanks for having me on, mate. And uh, thank you very much, as everyone, uh, uh, to everyone uh, who has uh, listened or watched on YouTube and Facebook. Skip the camera a little wave. Right cheers, now. everyone. Uh, cheers for watching on uh, YouTube and Facebook, and cheers for everyone who, who has watched. We really do appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoyed them, why not subscribe or follow uh, the podcast? Give us a five star rating uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Share the podcast around as well. Uh, make sure to follow All Things These on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search Poor Things Leads One on Twitter and Instagram. Search Poor Things Leads on Facebook. Subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel as well if you have not already. Just search up uh, All Things Leads on there. Uh, Charles, we will be back uh, next week. Uh, but for now, take care, and we'll see you soon. By the way, next week we're going to be joined by Andy McVeigh of Billy Banksy. We'll, we'll oh, be joined by totally. him next week. Um, to that. So we can talk about all his paintings and everything. <laughs> really looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, me and Charles will be back next week, joined by uh, Andy McVeigh of Billy Banksy. Uh, but for now, take care, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>